Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. Um, I became a Christian in my teenage years. Um, I was baptised and married while a student at the University of York. Not at the same time, that would be weird, but... um, (laughs) My my family and I have been coming to St George's for almost 15 uh, years, and currently my wife and I uh, lead a small group together with... uh, It's full of wonderful people, and it's a real joy. So, I'm just going to share a couple of reflections uh, with you tonight, and I hope that they are helpful to somebody. I was going to start with a joke, but I was very firmly told not to by, <laughs> by my wife, so I don't know why. <laughs> I'll start with a sort of story instead. Um, we've been very fortunate as a family to make many long road trips, uh, even as far as Transylvania, which is where I'm from, which is about a three and a half thousand mile round trip. And when the six of us have traveled in this way, we tend to have our fixed seating positions in our beloved Vauxhall Zafira. Anyway, more, um, more recently, uh, there's been a few times where I've been driving along and I'll spot something, let's say um, a Lamborghini speeding along in the fast lane. And my first instinct is to turn to my left, look behind and look for LSA and say, hey, check out that supercar. Or maybe I'll spot something amazing in nature. And again, I'll look up in my rear of the mirror, see whether Eva is awake in the back seat and show her the bird of prey or whatever it is that I spotted. But sadly, they're not there. They're away at university. And so, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, I'm, <laughs> so I'm left with this sort of ache because I wanted to share that moment with them. There are maybe other times, you might, have, you might have experienced this, where you see something cool and you reach for your phone, or I reach for mine, it's very aged and very poor, especially when uh, it comes to zooming or taking pictures of the night sky. And again, I'm left with a feeling of disappointment because I wanted to share something special with my friends and family later on. Well, it turns out there is somebody close by with us who is longing to hear our excited observations and to share those moments with us. In the passage that Katie read to us, Paul has buried this little gem that says, the Lord is near. And he urges us to rejoice and in every situation with prayer and petition with thanksgiving to present our requests to God. Over the last year or so, I've tried to use those little triggers to turn to God or to share moments with him. Um, Just any little cool thing that's happened, uh, whether it's impressive or funny, or even if it's annoying. And the Bible tells us that he cares deeply about every one of us. There's a bit in Matthew 10 where we're told that he knows the number of hairs on our head. And it says that nothing happens to any of his creatures outside of of our Father's care. For my birthday last year, I was gifted um, a weekend retreat to a really pretty spot in the Yorkshire countryside. And as I sort of sat and was still and looked out of the window and waited on God, um, I saw something out of the window that just spoke directly to, to my heart. And it's hard to explain, but it basically made me feel like God really knew me deep down, knew my inmost desires, my inmost longings, um, and he loved me to the core. So I believe that whatever you share with God, you're sharing with someone who gets you and who loves you. And still, you might be thinking, well, that's all a bit one way, isn't it? 
maybe, but I think we have evidence that God is also bursting to share things with us. I really love Job chapters 38 to 41. I urge you to read them through at some point. Um, Just listen to this little uh, snippet. Do you know when the mountain goats give birth? Do you watch when the doe bears her fawn? Do you count the months till they bear? Do you know the time they give birth? So although in this passage God is telling off Job and his friends, um, to me it reads more like a love poem to his creation. He seems so excited about his creatures. He's watching them closely. He's proud of them. He enjoys showing them off. So I'm convinced that if we give God the chance, he wants to share with us what excites him. So to sum up my invitation to you, let's refer back to Philippians 4, where it says, whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy, think about such things. I would urge you to go a little bit further than just thinking about them. And whenever you see something good, use it as a signal to tell God about it, to praise him, to be excited together. But you might, you might not be feeling that joyous, or that moment might be that you've stubbed your toe or something's really gone against you. <laughs> well, the Psalms are full with raw rants um, shared with God or sometimes even directed at him. So we can be upset, angry, and frustrated together with God. And we know that he weeps, he longs, he is frustrated sometimes. Brother Lawrence, who's famous for what we call practicing the presence of God, made a habit of taking every menial task in his daily routine and using it as an opportunity to praise God and to be more aware of his presence. So I encourage you to look out for those little things which could be a chance for a tiny encounter with God. And I believe these things are everywhere, whether it's a Lambo or a mountain goat Maybe it's a robin on a branch, or a brilliant solo by your favorite band. Or maybe it's just that perfect Instagrammable moment. As well as, or maybe before, turning to our left or looking in our rearview mirror, why don't we turn to our Father, who is near? Thank you for listening to the St. George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, visit stgs.org.uk